Well, the virus has now killed more than 100 people in China, and new cases have been confirmed around the world. So you don't want to frighten the American public. France and South Korea have also got evacuation plans. But you need to prepare for and assume. Strongly warning Americans to avoid all non-essential travel to China. That this is going to be a real serious problem. France, Australia, Canada, the US, Singapore, Cambodia, Vietnam, the list goes on. Health officials are investigating more than 100 possible cases in the US. Germany, a man has uh, contracted the virus. The epidemic is a demon and we cannot let this demon hide. Japan, where a bus driver uh, contracted the virus. Coronavirus has killed more than 100 people there and infected more than 4,500. We have to prepare for the worst, always, because if you don't and the worst happens. War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Wednesday, 27 July, the year of our Lord 2022. Let's go to Wixla Live. We've got Oscar Blue Ramirez from Real America's Voice, the indefatigable investigative reporter oscar we've had an incident down there since this morning when you reported get us up to speed on what's happened sir two thousand migrants they have taken over the installations and i say with a lot of shame sir our authorities have not been capable to to guard these installations of customs and also uh of uh the border agency of the institute of national immigration they rush uh the national guard and they have taken over the backyard and also, as you can see, they have blocked the streets again, sir. The National Guard has controlled uh, some areas of this uh, installation, governmental, federal governmental installations. The Institute of National Immigration Officers are right now in their office. They cannot come out because they are, going, they are afraid for their lives. And they are, the migrants are interfering with food that is being brought to the federal agents, sir. This is what happened uh, today. They rushed over the National Guard officials and they have taken over uh, this installation is right here, federal uh, federal installation, sir. Uh, so, Oscar, this is what I don't understand. This is uh, th- these caravans have um, what NGOs, UN. It's about this migrant uh, treaty that uh, Mexico signed. There's supposed to be a process. How does it spin so far out of control? How do the federales? How do the Mexican National Guard? How do the authorities that are protecting the Mexican people? Uh, between Tapachula and Wixla. How did they lose control? I think this is the 16th caravan of the year. This clearly has the, the most of uh, fighting age men. How did they lose control like this? They don't have control. So this is this is open borders. And this is it's clearly demonstrating right here in the south of the border. And it's clearly we're seeing it also in the north borders with the connect to the United States of America. The organized crime has controlled of everything in our whole in our whole country. But ultimately, our president, sir, He's not doing anything about this. A lot of mainstream media, a lot of journalists have also uh, already uh, give him the opinion that he needs to do something in the South border to uh, a controlled flow, a controlled flow migration, and ultimately a documented, peaceful, regular, and a filter, sir. They needs to put a filter. There's a lot of people that they're really bad people in this group, that they're agitators, and they have caused a lot of damage, not only to our country, but our sovereignty and insulted now and stepped all over law and order in our National Guard, sir. Yeah, Mexican sovereignty. Oscar, you stay right there. We're going to come back to you. Oscar Blue Ramirez live from uh, Wixla, Mexico. We've had an incident down there with this 16th caravan. I want to go. She's just stepped off the floor from voting. I got Mercedes Schlapp in a second where I want to talk to Mercedes about this is one of the reasons the Hispanic vote is coming so strongly to MAGA. But I got to go to Claudia Tenney. Congressman Tenney, thank you for stepping away from the vote and, and calling in. I, I got a question. Yesterday, we were, obviously, everybody was monitoring and watching President Trump and what happened at the uh, America First Policy Institute. 
John Lott, the, the great John Lott of More Guns, Less Crime, tweeted out something about there a billion dollars executive order. Biden signed it. It's going to ensure uh, ballot harvesting in all the federal facilities, particularly housing. And they said it came off of a talk that you were giving on a panel. We know that you're on top of this more than anybody. Can you explain exactly? Because I think John took the tweet down. Can you explain exactly what you were talking about and, and what is this about an executive order from Biden, a billion dollars in ballot harvesting? Exactly. Well, this is what, in response to the Zuckerberg money, the over $419 million that was used to prime the pump uh, to uh, manipulate the votes all across uh, with the vote harvesting, particularly in swing states, particularly in Democrat areas. We know that 92% went to Democrat-leaning areas and that it really decided the election. I mean, this 2020 election for president was decided by 42,000 votes. So we came out with a Stop Zuckerbucks Act, which backed Mark Zuckerberg away and a lot of these private entities from using the 501c3 mechanism in the IRS code to try to bypass and put this private money through these 501c3s into election districts. And, re- and, and that's what was a huge factor. It was part of the, the book rigged by Molly Hemingway. It's part of the, the movie rigged by Dave Bossie, excellent film uh, that was done. And what happened now, uh, Mark Zuckerberg said, I'm going to back off of this. We got Ron DeSantis. We got 21 other states to actually ban Zuckerberg. Uh, really great progress, but guess what Biden did? He signed an executive order. It's executive order number 14019 for your listeners, and I know they're detail-oriented, and it's called Promoting Access to Voting. And basically what it does, it's an opaque federal election takeover. It's it's a backdoor way of getting Zuckerbox, a backdoor way of getting H.R. 1, H.R. 4 in. And what they're do- doing is turning our federal agencies into partisan get-out-the-vote operations for the Democrats, much like what ACORN was uh, in the old days. And what, the, what they're doing is allowing and, and actually act, asking um, these federal agencies to, to submit their strategic plans, not to Congress, not to Joe Biden, but to Susan Rice, of all people, and to try to manipulate these votes using, for example, uh, housing and urban, ur- urban development, HUD sites, the Small Business Administration, um, all these federal agencies are now going to be vote collection sites, vote manipulation sites, and they have access to not just a billion dollars in cash, but to ten- potentially billions in layout to try to get into these areas where they tend to be Democratic-leaning. You know, uh, Steve, they're going to use pressure. Hey, you want to continue to get your housing allowance? You know, vote Democrat. Let us take control of your ballot. And that's exactly what they're doing, because let me tell you that the Democrats know they never win on policy. They have the worst policy uh, a year and a half they've ever had, or at least in modern era. And they're going to try to win on process, and then we're gonna, they're going to do everything they can to stop the red wave from coming to shore. And that's what this, this executive order does. It looks benign enough, but it's really dangerous when you actually read the detail and see the power that it's going to give to federal agencies to be able to manipulate. And don't forget, there's a terrible couple of words we talked about yesterday in, in uh, the America First Policy Institute forum on election law, consent order. The Department of Justice is going to come in and leverage its strength, its power, and its police power to force counties, and we have over 3,000 across the country, to be forced into consent orders where they're going to be taking over election. That's going to be even more costly, and that money's going to be appropriated in that direction. And I'll tell you, it's already being done. The county I reside in right now, has a consent order controlled by DOJ because they were bullied and manipulated by DOJ. We've got to watch out. They're going to do this surreptitiously, which is exactly what this order is. Again, executive order 14019. 
14019. Okay, two things. Number one, how do they get to your site? Because you're putting up on Twitter, you're, you're a policy uh, fire hose. You're putting stuff up all the time. How do people get to your, to your Twitter or get her or, in truth to, to find out the details of this? And number two, what are we, we got to stop. Look, we got caught sleeping with the Mark Elias stuff. I mean, Raheem and I went around the country and gave the lecture of which now CNN plays all the time, like a big secret reveal. I said, hey, I gave that talk 75 times, but we weren't ready. How do we get, there's no chance we can lose on process this time. So what does Claudia right, Tenney, well, Congressman from New York, say, what do we got to do? Yeah, it's at Claudia Tenney. It's Claudia, the only Claudia ever elected to Congress. And Tenney, T-E-N-N-E-Y, just one word. And uh, I'm on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. I'm out there. I'm on my website. It's also my official website. I, I formed the Election Integrity Caucus after what I went through. I Imagine this. I had to spend 100 days in virtual court staring at Mark Elias. If that's not ugly, uh, there's, there's nothing else like it. But we won, and we pulled it out, and we're fight, that's when we're fighting the fight. The way we stop it is to find, you know, find every leverage point we have. Unfortunately, we need a public that's informed. We need to continue to do lawsuits because Mark Elias, you know, I call him the sleazy vote trafficking lawyer. He's the guy yep. who's filing lawsuits all across the country, all hundreds of them, frivolous or not. And he and he's, if he gets five percent, that's a win. So we've got to fight back. We have to do a lot of it. A lot of it through the public interest law law firm. Uh, we put bills in place, but you know, right now we're not going to get these through the House until we take back the majority. So uh, we've got to be, be vigilant. We've got uh, women's groups all across the country getting really involved in election integrity. Get involved. Get involved at your boards of election. Pay attention to what's going on. Find out if your county or your area has a consent order where DOJ is manipulating and trying to take, take the votes away from the citizens. Look, it's one citizen, one vote. Uh, they're trying to erase the private right to vote. You know, once we don't, once the government knows how we vote, we're basically the Soviet Union or we're, or worse, even Ch we're China, we're the Chinese Communist Party. Uh, Congressman Tenney, I'm going to get, we'll get back to, we'll get you when we get you on Skype. Uh, hold on, my co-host, uh, Matthew Tierman. Hey, Representative Tenney, it was good talking to you at AFPI. We talked yesterday evening about this as well. I'm on the board of Project Veritas, and one suggestion, you mentioned ACORN. Well, ACORN doesn't exist because of James O'Keefe's intrepid entrepreneurial investigative Amen. journalism uh, 10 years ago plus. Well, this is now we're much more institutionalized and ready for the fight, ready for uh, the midterms. So what you say about you know counties with consent decrees to our listeners, to uh, your constituents, veritastips at protonmail.com. You see anything untoward? You see anything? in the U.S. Postal Service, Veritas Tips at ProtonMail.com. We have an army of journalists ready to go to work this cycle through Project Veritas Action. Amen. Uh, Congressman Tenney, one more time, your, uh, your Twitter handle so people can get all this information. We'll have you back on. We're going to do a big drill down on this. Right. At Claudia Tenney, C-L-A-U-D-I-A-T-E-N-N-E-Y, like J.C. Penney with a T. Uh, thanks so much for what you do. I really appreciate Project Veritas is amazing. Let's get some alpacas out there. I love love what you guys do. Uh, it's it's amazing. Uh, terrific job out there. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Congressman Tenney, thank you. Thank you very much. Honored to have you on here. Tierman's my wingman. He's here talking to the economy. We're talking about everything. Hang on. I got the Mercedes Schlapp. Before I, I play the CPAC, uh, Mercedes, come in here for a second. You've been one of the leaders in... Uh, focus on this Hispanic vote, this historic tectonic plate shift. Cortez has gone through all the math. When you see what's happening to the citizens of Mexico, how they're being crushed by these caravans coming up in the open southern borders, walk us through, how does that play to the Hispanic community here in the United States, ma'am? 
Look, I think that the Democrats misplayed their hand, Steve, when they said immigration was going to be the top issue for Hispanics, quite frankly, and that they were going to accept this uh, open border philosophy. But it's it's not working. It's not working, especially in places like Texas, these border cities, border towns that now you're seeing uh, many of these candidates, these state, local, federal candidates, many of them Hispanics, who are basically running as Republicans and they're winning in these districts. And it's fascinating to watch because what they really want is safe communities. They want border security and they know that what's happening at the border is drug cartels. It's drug, it's human traffickers who are basically taking advantage of these vulnerable families, bringing drugs over the border, fentanyl impacting so many of our communities across the country. And, and it really is a tragedy to watch. And Hispanics are rejecting this full, you know, full stop. And top of that, Steve, you're talking about the economy, which, as we know, uh, they disapprove, widely disapprove of Biden and his handling of the economy. Just recently, we saw a poll, Quinnipiac poll, 19% of Hispanics approve of Joe Biden. That is a catastrophe for the Democrats and the Republicans and really the MAGA movement. They have an opportunity to bring the, the Hispanics over to their side and keep them as uh, supporters long-term. Mercedes, just hang on for a second. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a uh, short commercial break here in a second. I have Matthew Tierman, my uh, old colleague over at Breitbart and a dear and close friend. He's here to talk about the economy. We did have the Federal Reserve this afternoon. At 6 o'clock tonight, I just want to tell you, it's very special. I'm spending an entire hour with Christopher Leonard, the author of Easy, The Lords of Easy Money, How the Federal Reserve broke the American economy. It is an hour you're not going to want to miss. I'm going to go through and Chris and I are going to talk about everything about why is the Federal Reserve so powerful and why does a great business reporter like Christopher Leonard, who, hey, ain't war room and not MAGA, why does he say the Federal Reserve broke the American economy? You're going to be absolutely stunned when you hear about money creation. Tiermont's here to talk about venture capital, private equity, how the economy's in a real recession. Forget the nomenclature. Mercedes Schlapp's going to join us in the other end. we got Oscar Blue Ramirez, in Mexico. Also, we're going to go to Wisconsin. The decertification process is alive and well. We're going to talk all about it. Short commercial break. We'll be back with Mercedes Schlapp in the warm in just a moment. Bring it on and now we're right to the end. Just watch and see. It's all started. Everything's begun. And you are over. Because we're taking down the CCP. Spread the word all through Hong Kong. You know what's never good? When your nation's supposed authority on economic policy completely misses the flashing red lights of impending inflation. Now, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has finally admitted, quote, there's been an unanticipated and large shocks to the economy that have boosted energy and food prices and supply bottlenecks that affected our economy badly that I didn't at the time fully understand, end quote. You know who understands the real threat of inflation? People who invested in gold and silver with Birch Gold Group. They're protecting their savings from a highly turbulent economy by diversifying their 401k or IRA into gold, physical gold. It's not too late for you to take action now. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N. 
to 989898 and get a free info kit on diversifying and protecting your savings with precious metals. With an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of satisfied customers, text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898, and get the real help from Birch Gold today. Again, text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free, no-obligation information kit on protecting your savings with gold. Midterms begins at CPAC, Texas. Join President Trump, Sean Hannity, Steve Bannon, and a packed house of conservative all-stars. With your help, we will take back the House. We will win the Senate. A big red wave is coming. It all starts at CPAC, Texas. Fire Pelosi. Save America. And then a Republican president will return to the White House. Who, who, who will that be? The American Conservative Union is responsible for the content of this advertising. Fire Pelosi, Save America, Mercedes Schlapper is our guest. Mercedes, tell us about Texas. People are getting jacked up on this. Tell us what's going to go on. Well, I got to tell you, I don't know how many people I've talked to when I said, mention the name Steve Bannon. They're like, sign me up immediately to go. You have a lot of supporters out there, uh, Steve, a lot of people who are praying for you. And, uh, you know, they know what has to get done here and how we have to make sure that we protect our Constitution, that we stop this ridiculous J6 committee, I mean, which has been a political witch hunt and uh, just a propaganda machine for the liberal media. And I just do want to make a plug here for the making sure that if y'all can register, you got to get the Cattleman's Ball ticket. That's where Steve Bannon's going to be speaking, where you're going to be speaking, Steve. And uh, they just got to use the code War Room and you get to go to an exclusive event with Bannon. So I'm going to put in the code War Room because I want to go to this exclusive event, Steve. Oh, fantastic. So it's, it's, it's conservative.org, <laughs> conservative.org slash war room. You get the, you get the free invite. Two things about, because we want everybody in the Dallas area, North Texas, everybody in the region to come to this. I just want to make sure it's both. This is because at the end of CPAC, we're about 90 days out. This Sunday's a hundred days out. When you finish CPAC the following week, you're roughly 90 days out. Right. This, uh, the, the speaker is going to be twofold. One is about how we win, how we galvanize to win, how everything's November 8th. But the other part is then after we win, the Jim Jordans and others. Tell us, give us a, a minute or two about that, about what's the content going to be. Well, I think, look, what I've seen in, in my time doing so many of these CPACs is that it really motivates the grassroots activists to go back to their communities and get very involved. They'll become poll watchers. They're the ones that get involved in the elections. Some of them even run, you know, at this point, they're not running for candidate as, as a candidate for November. But some of these candidates are coming as well to make these connections uh, and get ready for their elections in November. But you're right. It is a countdown to the midterm elections. There's a lot of these candidates who are going to be there and speaking um, on the CPAC stage and then obviously galvanized, ready to go finish this fight come November uh, and we have in, incredible speakers. I mean, you saw the list. It's uh, Jim Jordan, Lieutenant Governor Mark Robinson from North Carolina, uh, Ted Cruz. I mean, the list goes on and on. We finish off Saturday night with President Trump, uh, which is going to wow. be obviously the pivotal moment of the whole entire weekend. And, you know, look, I think it's important. It's an important moment for the conservative movement to know that we are big bold and loud. And I will tell you something. We just came back from CPAC Israel. And you know what was so inspiring, Steve? It was the young people, the young people who are more conservative than the older generations who understand the major threats 
that Israel is facing. And I and it inspired me to know that here in America, we're not going to give up on our youth. We have to continue to help explain to them the importance of tradition, culture, and history in America. And how we have an obligation, our generation, to explain and teach and tell them why we have to protect this Constitution. No more of this she, her, BS pronoun. Let me tell you, as a Latina, it is insulting when the Democrats use the term Latinx, which is a destruction of the Spanish language and a destruction of our traditions. And we've got to stop that here in America. And it's going to take all of us in our, the roles that we are, you know, the, the God-given talents that we have to ensure uh, that we are able to take a hold of our youth and, and re- recognize that if not, America will rot in the, to the core. And we have an obligation to make sure that our principles live on in the next generation. Well, how do people get to you on social media? And once again, how do they go and get tickets, but how do they follow you on social media? Well, on social media, it's at Mercedes Schlapp all around. And of course, you know, we try to keep up with Matt's Twitter feed, which I seriously cannot control at any moment of the day. Hold on. You sound like you sound like me at uh, about Trump's Twitter. That uh, (laughs) Matt's Twitter gets Matt's Twitter runs a little hot, runs Uh, a little hot. Okay. For Steve Bannon to save that, okay, I just want to say that's like a a badge of honor, okay, for Matt. So, but there are plenty of moments where I tell Matt in the morning when we grab our cup of coffee, and I'm like, just at least pray, just pray to Our Lady before you tweet, okay? Do the prayer part first, make sure you get the wisdom that you need, and then tweet. That's all I'm asking, okay? It's not a lot, Steve. It's not a lot, but you know. I'm not sure that sticks. I'm not sure that sticks all the time, Mercedes. I'm not sure it sticks. What's your what's your, what's your handle? At Mercedes Schlapp, uh, pretty basic. And, uh, and of course, at CPAC, you can follow what's happening there. And we're trying our best to continue to you know, spread the word. And I got to tell you, Steve, this is not just an America movement. This is an international movement that we're yes, seeing across the board. I mean, you've been to Japan. We have CPAC Mexico happening September 2nd and 3rd. And you know, people want to learn. They want to learn from us. How do we build a strong grassroots movement? How do we activate? How do we really implement change? And how do we preserve America? The whole world is watching. Amazing. Mercedes, thank you very much. Conservative.org, go there, slash War Room. You get into the, uh, you get into the special event we're going to have. Mercedes Slap, thank you very much. Honored to have you. We're on. excited to have you. Thanks, Steve. Thank you, ma'am. And I was there at the first European CPAC in Hungary, which is the, the stalwart leader of conservatism and nationalist populism. They're still, they're in, still, in they're, they're still rattled about that. CPAC went over there with Orban. The intel- oh, yeah. intelligentsia in Brussels and Paris and London yeah. were not happy. Yeah, I'm sure Zach Patrizzo as well is tweeting about it. And I was there. It was great. And what Mercedes said is spot on about the youth. And that's where I'm going right now is back to Hungary uh, in two days to speak at a conservative youth festival where they mix culture and politics. And that's how you win. That's how you do it. And the youth is getting more and more conservative. Tell me, about how, how do you mix politics and culture? Concerts, uh, you know, readings, political science, debate, philosophy, panels. So a mixture of CPAC and a mixture of a, you know, what the kids go to in Palm Springs with, you know, music festivals where you have concerts all night. They've got concerts. These are conservatives. They're going to be uh, performing till 3, 4 a.m. on saying, Friday night. You're saying a combination of South by Southwest and... Yeah, conservative uh, South by Southwest in Central Europe, and that's in Estragon. And I'll be reporting uh, from there with you Friday, Saturday, next week. I, I got you. Yeah, we're going to have you live. I want uh, to talk... I brought you in here for your financial. People don't... People think... Tiermont's just a 
troll. Not no, a you troll. You sound like Ann Applebaum. He's, he's not, he's not, and I'm on your side. Applefrog. You're actually a very smart financial guy. He's one of the smartest guys. Now, tell me about today, the big buildup for the Fed, and you got the markets. People don't understand. If the economy's so bad, why are markets going up? Walk through what happened. Well, we uh, we did a we formally corrected uh, for the first time in years uh, in advance. You know, the stock market is a forward-looking mechanism. It discounts the future, prices it into the valuations, the prices of stocks and assets. And we we went down more than twenty percent in anticipation that zero interest rate policy, what we call in Wall Street ZERP, which has been going on for thirteen years, thirteen years of money printing to kick the can down the road, so that they don't have to deal with the structural deficiencies that still exist since two. 2008, 2009. You've heard the term QE, QE1, QE2, QE3. Same thing in Europe, LTRO, the long-term refinancing operation. They, The governments, the sovereign balance sheets buy the bonds, depress the rates, and they did that for 13 years. Unheard of. Keynesian economics on steroids, MMT, modern monetary theory, what Paul Krugman's always pushing. Well, the market recognized that that was coming to an end because inflation started ticking up. And we all predicted inflation would eventually happen. You know, in 2009 and 10, we saw what they were doing. We knew it would come. We all thought it'd be three, four years, 13 years they're able to kick the can. And now we're entering a phase of stagflation, no economic growth, massive inflation. And that is the worst scenario. So when they say we may avoid a recession, no, we are in a recession. And what do you mean by that? They're, they're sitting here trying to say that's backward looking. There's no official definition. No, they're, trying, they're changing they're trying the definition. To, okay, but talk to me as a bit, uh, lead the financial, the underlying economy. You're an investor in venture capital and private equity. When you look at companies in the underlying economy, are they, are we in a contraction of growth, sir? Absolutely. Uh, I look at, you know, the venture space, which has been one of the drivers of wealth in the country the last 10 years. Uh, there used to be that early stage companies went public via IPO so that people can buy in. They would raise the money so they could grow. Now, the smart Wall Street guys, they saw that there was not a lot of growth in the public markets. These companies matured. So they, they front end loaded all the growth in venture capital. So the Silicon Valley guys got rich. And then an IPO was an exit mechanism. It was a way of selling it to mom and pop through BlackRock, through Fidelity, through uh, your pension pension funds, Ontario teachers, Ohio teachers, CalPERS, Tia Kref. And now the stock market's down 20%. People are asking, you know, I've gotten messages today, why is the market up today? Why did it rip after the Fed raised rates 75 bips? Simply because it's expected. We are now in a rising rate environment for the first time in 13 years. And it's I expect them. I had a discussion with somebody in Chicago, a very smart fixed income manager who manages pension endowment money to the tune of billions. And he said, what do you think rates are going? I said 10%. I said in an almost straight line. 10%. Yeah. 8%, 10%. They can't sop up all the cash that they have like Volcker had to do in the late 70s and early 80s. Volcker went over to the White House. He had a meeting with Jimmy Carter and the guys and he walked out and he raised interest rates 500 basis points yeah. that afternoon. Went back to his office and said, I heard what they had to say. How about this? We're going to take interest rates up 500 basis points, which today would collapse the world. Well, the equities, equities, uh, reacted, as you'd expect, quite badly to that. But he knew that if you're going to have growth again, you'd have to sop up the excess liquidity. Because what excess liquidity he does... He also said, I can take 10% unemployment. What excess liquidity does is it creates malinvestment. Yes. There is no accountability. Warren Buffett is a very, very smart guy. And he says that you don't know who's swimming naked until the tide comes in. And this is where we're at. We're going to be seeing a lot of naked swimming, a lot of companies going under, zombie companies that have been propped up by zero-cost capital. That's coming to an end. Free money. Okay. But the market ripped today because people knew it, they expected it, and it was a buy on news. Shorts were covering. Uh, we couldn't have a better introduction to what's going to happen at 6 o'clock. We have Christopher Leonard, the lords of easy money. He's going to talk specifically what Tierman just talked about, the 13 years of taking the, the Fed's balance sheet from $880 billion 
to $9.5 trillion. Guess what? You underwrote that in the wealthy, the 1% or actually the 0.5% benefited from it. Okay, short commercial break. Matthew Tierman's in the house. We're going to go to Wisconsin, talk about the decertification process. Also going to talk about uh, uh, Tierman right now. Companies, how they're valued, how they get money, how they create jobs. Next in the war room. Hey, did you hear where this Arizona real estate agent found the home she lived in listed for sale? Hey, the problem was she wasn't selling her home. She was the victim of home title fraud, a devastating crime happening all over the country. According to the expert at Home Title Lock, the crime is incredibly profitable and hard to detect. An identity thief simply fakes a title transfer for your home and refiles it as the new owner. Then he takes out loans on your home or sells it. Typically, identity theft services don't cover you, and neither does homeowner's insurance. But Home Title Lock does. Home Title Lock puts a barrier around your home's title. The instant they detect anyone tampering with your home's title, they help shut it down and help get your home back in your name. Here's what you should do. Go to HomeTitleLock.com and read the testimonials from FBI agents and government officials. Then register your address to see if you're already a victim and don't even know it. And when you protect your home, tell them Steve Bannon sent you to get your free 30 days of protection. HomeTitleLock.com, HomeTitleLock.com, 30 days. Free protection if you do it today. War Room Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, far be it for me to say that Walmart missed their numbers because they threw at Mike Lindell in the classic pillow. Hey, remember, there's no conspiracies, but there's no coincidences. Uh, Tierman's going to tell me, hey, you can't, there's no correlation. Was it no, no, uh, no? Causation does not equal correlation. <laughs> causation. Correlation does not equal, and the reverse. In the reverse. That's why we have Tierman, brother Tierman here. Okay, mypillow.com, promo code WARROOM. Buy one, get one free across the board. Check it out. You get the classic pillow. Walmart gave them the hook. The earnings went down. Stock dropped. Hey, just saying. But you can get it at War Room, MyPillow.com, War Room. We got the slippers, we got the sheets, we got the uh, biblical pillows and blankets for the kids or grandkids, or maybe yourself. I'll never tell. Okay, all there. My, the armor-piercing shell. Tomorrow we're going to have an update on the great Tina Peters and the crusade out in Colorado. Sharona um, Bishop and uh, Tina Peters, all of them fighting out there. Got Tim Timothy Rathmuth from uh from uh, Wisconsin a moment. He's fighting the good fight for decertification, also in a dogfight for governor. Tiermont, uh, venture capital, private equity, uh, small businesses have been the job creators in this country for decades and decades and decades. Cortez is on the other day. By the way, Blue Dobbs Cortez and Dave Walsh, the, uh, that's like the 27 Yankees. Start the show tomorrow morning. We're going to go through economics, energy, all of it. Um, Tiermont, uh, the Boston Globe had this analysis. of small businesses in the country think they're not going to be, doors aren't going to be open by Christmas. A third of them miss paying rent in June. You finance small companies. You're an expert in this. All this happy talk, it's a a nomenclature, it's a recession, not a recession. All all this crap on CNN and CNBC and all that, it's all nonsense. You put money where your mouth is to, to back growth companies. Is the economy growing right now or is it not, sir? It is 
absolutely not growing. Inflation is eroding any possibility of squeezing out earnings growth for publicly traded companies and giving the capital of the availability of capital, which is starting to freeze up in early stage companies. You know, you mentioned Walmart and a couple months ago, four or five weeks ago, a lot of companies, big companies pre-announce their earnings. They give guidance so they don't shock the market too much if things are tracking good or bad. And all of the largest consumer companies in the country, we're talking Walmart and Target, Kohl's, Home Depot, they all pre-announced and lowered guidance in the months coming into this earnings cycle. And if you look at the numbers, there are two numbers that are important. When you look at a large cap or any, any publicly traded company, your top line and your bottom line, that's what drives the reaction of the stock versus whatever the Wall Street analysts have baked in in their analysis when those companies open for trading after they make these announcements. And these earnings misses are being driven by top line. They're missing the top line. Revenues are not meeting expectations. And that tells you the consumer is not spending. They're retrenching. They're obviously getting hit on food, gas, this rent, is Walmart. energy. Wal Walmart is the thing that it's costing so much for rent. It's costing so much to, for energy and for food. They don't have the extra. Yeah. It's their inventory problem. The other, the T-shirts. People the, are buying the, less. Buying People less. are buying less. They're missing the top line. They're not generating the top line revenue. Financial Times today, London, world's biggest consumer names announced soaring price increases. What does that mean to you, sir? Uh, that's just proof of the inflation. They can pass it on to the consumer, which will eat into the consumer's capacity and ability to buy. If you're going to buy six rolls of toilet paper, now you're buying four. And so they're missing these top lines. And that is very, very foreboding. The bottom line is where the earnings are. That's where they can squeeze in, especially the biggest companies, the financial engineering. We can do share buybacks with our cash and reduce the share count. We can fire people. We can increase our margins by, you know, doing or we downgrading have job, to materials. They're, they're bragging about we're not in a recession because you have job growth. Is that phony job growth? is coming back from the from the pandemic is the real job growth today in america as you see financing growth companies job growth is going to be a lagging uh sort of coincident factor they say so all the money that is starting to dry up the capital that's needed because as in addition to inflation eating into their uh their capital structure and how they spend you've got the consumer retrenching because they're hurting uh from all of these inputs into their daily lives and so they don't have the ability to uh to expand margins to sell more to advertise more and they've got every structural headwind that exists and here was something really interesting Facebook just announced they missed the top line. Who advertised on Facebook? Small businesses, people who run, you know, T-shirt companies out of their home. They're not paying for as much advertising as Wall Street expected. That's another indicator. All of these things are coming together. And as we're talking about venture capital, early stage businesses grow, they hire, they've got something innovative and novel. They hire a bunch of people because the whole idea of incorporation is the sum of the parts is greater. The output is greater. We can, you know, have an economy of scale. When I get five people working together, we can get the, a bigger output. Well, they're not hiring as much. And now I'm talking to the companies that I'm invested in, that I've done banking for, I do a lot of healthcare. So they're a little bit more uh, inelastic, but a lot of the consumer companies, they're starting to see real issues in their forward sales. They, their, their purchase orders are slowing down when did and the, now they when can't did, hire as many people. When, when did the layoffs start? The big layoffs. I, I think this year. You think I, so? Yeah, I think this year you start to see, especially on the consumer industry, because they're going to get hit the hardest because the consumer can't afford to buy as many items as they were. Hang on for a second. We've had Timothy Rathamuth on from the 59th district up in the great state of Wisconsin. He's running for governor. Tim, huge story out today uh, talking about uh, now they're baking. And by the way, great cover story in the New York Times Magazine, Stop the Steal, how the permanent, the, the, this part of stopping the steal voter integrity is now a permanent part of the MAGA movement and one of the driving forces of MAGA. Sir, you're still there for the decertification. They're saying that, uh, you know, Mike Pence, everybody's saying you're looking backward, not forward. Why are you so focused, maniacally focused on the decertification of the Biden electors in the 2020 election? Timothy Rathman. 
First of all, Steve, thank you so very much for having me on today. And let me show you something to help pronounce my name better. It's Ram Thun. Ram. Ram Thun. Timothy. Yeah. Anyway, um, (laughs) I've got data. uh, To your question, Steve, I've got data that goes back two and a half decades on voter manipulation, voter fraud. And here's another good one. I just caught up with this the last couple of days. In 1960, the state of Hawaii, who participated in their first presidential election in 1960, decertified their electoral ballots, their three, for Richard Nixon and gave them to John F. Kennedy. So for anybody who says constitutionally we can't do this, they're wrong. There's precedence here with that case, and there's 20 other cases in, in around the country from federal level down to local level. Where but why is Robin was- Voss, okay, but, uh, that's a Hawaii. Why is Ro- Robin Voss tell us every day that in the great state of Wisconsin, it's unconstitutional, sir? Well, in my humble opinion, and in, uh, I, I think he's compromised. You, you can't take a stance of, of uh, denial that truth is right in front of him. He admitted widespread fraud, fraud, but then he said he can't do anything about it. I beg to differ. So I push for some action. I want to hold people in process accountable, and I will not let go because we're broken, Steve. Our elections process has been broken for decades, and we found out how badly in 2020 because of President Trump. They, they went above and beyond to steal from him because they were so desperate to get him out. And they revealed the fact that they've been doing this stuff for a long time. So now we're, we, we got receipts on fraud coming in every day. It's building, the cases are building from true to vote to, to ballots, to, to chain of custody, to machines. We've got uh, issues with our voter lists. And when Wisconsin just had the ballot drop boxes confirmed as illegal, not just on July 8th, but on November 3rd of 2020. And so they should have never been approved. And Robin Voss and then majority leader of the Senate in Wisconsin, Scott Fitzgerald, said, oh, sure, Wisconsin Elections Commission, go ahead and use drop boxes. They had no authority to do that. They had no right, legal and otherwise, to do that. They should have come to the body with a bill. They should have come to the Joint, joint Committee on Rules and Administration Review. And they should have at least done a rules inquiry. There should be oversight from the body. you got two guys calling the shots because they're trying to push stuff through and, and go along with what... I think they were part of it, and NCSL was part of it too. That's a national organization. And Tim, then, the, go ahead, Tim. Tim I want to have the, the elections Tuesday. Hello. People say, "Hey, Tim, Tim is a Tim is a good guy. He's a tough guy. He's a strong guy, but he's a one-trick pony. He's, he wants to be governor, but all he talks about, all he talks about, oh. is uh, is decertification. Walk me through. Why should you be governor of Wisconsin, sir? The method in which I address this injustice is the method I address all injustices. This is a sample of how I work. I continue to pursue for closure, transparency, truth, and and, and justice. I, I want this thing resolved. I'll be the same way for medical freedom, government accountability, education, not indoctrination, taxes, pro-life, you name it, Steve. I'm, I'm very intense because what I bring to the table is leadership, conviction, courage, passion, unbridled many times, integrity, honesty, and, and I have a very high sense of urgency because everything matters. Elections have consequences. You've heard this a thousand times. We don't have elections anymore. We have selections, and 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 the uh, tyranny is is not at the door. The door is open. We're we're involved in a constitutional crisis right now in our nation, and and I've made a conscious decision decision that I was going to fight this thing because I said to myself, I can't allow this to happen on my watch. I'm a servant of, by, and for the people, and I'll do everything I can to make sure that they're served with justice. And it doesn't matter who's involved. It doesn't matter who goes down. 
but this cannot continue the way it is. And someone's got to do it. If not me, who? And if not now, when? And so that's what I'm all about. That whole that that comment you made about the one trick pony thing. That's what the party says. They want to marginalize me and minimize me and my effectiveness. And I'll tell you something. They do polls. They don't include me in the poll or the poll question. But then they'll do a report and they'll give me a real low percentage to make it look like I'm not doing well so they can dissuade people from voting me, voting for me. When, in fact, the best thing you can do, if you want a breath of fresh air, if you want a patriot, if you want the real deal to serve you and, and get what you've expected in governance for decades, the only vote you have is for Rampton. So they're trying to swing the people, Steve. It's all psychology and you do it all the time. Tim, uh, right now, in a minute. Look MAGA in the eye and tell us when is Tim Rampton going to decertify the Biden electors in the state of Wisconsin, sir? Well, that's an interesting question. I, I am I'm looking into pursuing another legal avenue that would lean more toward nullification. So with that said, I've got two options. My resolution to decertify, which is LRB 6371, it requires a floor session which has to be approved by both leadership in the House and in the Senate, which I don't think I'll get. Um, so I, I think I'm going to have to go with the alternative. And as long as it has to go through courts, it's it's up in the air. But I'm thinking I'd like to try to get something done this calendar year. That would be my answer. How do people follow you? How do they find out more about your campaign within a week, next Tuesday? How do they find out more about your campaign and how do they find out more about you, sir? Tim-Rampton.com is my website. My contact information is on there as well. Contact forms, you can send me questions, you can send me comments. I'm reachable and I'm, I'm on that quite often and checking what people need because I am a servant of buying for the people. And one of the biggest things I bring to the table is communication and awareness. And I serve everybody no matter where they are, all over the country, by the way, if they want to talk to me, I'm there for them. Tim, the reason that the War Room Posse absolutely loves you, you're a fighter, you don't back off, you're a true honey badger. Really appreciate it. I'm, I'm, so I'm a servant. I'm a servant of the Lord, Steve, and I'll never stop. I'm in this to win it and get it done. Amen, sir. Wow, what a fighter. Tierman, uh, as as Europe looks at the, particularly MAGA, with this maniacal focus on getting uh, 3 November 2020 right, what do they think? As Europe sees it? I was on GB News uh, a few months ago. I was at a conference in Orlando great organization, SFOF, State Financial Officers. I want to plug them. It's all the uh, the good-thinking treasurers and comptrollers and controllers. Uh, these are good guys fighting. They're fighting ESG. They're fighting for transparency. Great guys. Uh, run by a guy, Derek Kreifels. But I was uh, in Orlando, and GB News wanted – this was right after Glenn Youngkin uh, won, and he they wanted me to uh, to come on and talk about it. And this is, you know, a Lon the London Fox News. Nigel's got their primetime show. And uh, one of their main guys, I think it was Andrew Neal. I stayed up uh, all night to do their morning show, so it was like 2 or 3 a.m. there. Horrible connection. I had to go to the lobby. Nobody was around. And I did it. And he asked, you know, what happened in Virginia. And I said, you know, education, CRT, people are fed up. The economy's turning south. So even Virginia, uh, you know, was, was moving a little bit more red. And at the same time, election integrity. And when I said the words election integrity, and this is the conservatives, quote unquote, conservatives in the UK, our cousins across the ocean. I said, you mean to say that the elections don't have integrity in the U.S.? I said, yes, I mean to say that. I did a lot of work in Milwaukee, in Philadelphia, in Atlanta, in the four-county Cobb, Gwinnett, DeKalb, Fulton, Fulton County area. I mean, I have tons of fraud that we saw. You know, Project Veritas discovered stuff in Minnesota with Somalia, and I, and I started to run through. The, cut my mic. I go, can't, can't have this fake election conspiracy stuff. Those are the conservatives. <laughs> Short commercial by Andrew Neal. Now not with GB News. No. 
next years have proven that we need to be prepared. We constantly see government overreach, attacks on our communication and energy grid, worldwide conflict, natural disasters, and the never ending assault on our security and privacy. Having reliable communications is essential. Now don't get caught without reliable communication. And I'm here to tell you your fragile cell phone simply won't cut it. It will not cut it. That's why I've partnered with the satellite phone store so you can stay prepared and assure your vital communication stays private. They're one of America's largest satellite telephone companies with thousands of happy, well-prepared customers. Right now, they have a special promotional offer when you go to sat123.com slash Bannon. That is sat, S-A-T, 123.com slash Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N. Get a free Amerisat satellite phone. 150 monthly minutes, free United States domestic number, and free rollover minutes for only $99.95 plus tax per month with an annual agreement. Now go to SAT, that's SAT123.com, SAT123.com slash Bannon, and get your device today. Don't put it off. Life can change in an instant. That's SAT123.com slash Bannon. Do it today. Take action. In Joe Biden's America, criminals are exalted and the police are condemned. Sad to say, but you need to be prepared and properly trained to defend yourself and to defend your family. Thankfully, there's iTarget Pro. This revolutionary system allows you to dry fire practice with your actual firearm anytime in the safety and privacy of your own home. No more inconvenient trips to the range and with inflation causing the price of ammo to skyrocket, you save a ton of money. Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into your firearm, and start your training experience. iTarget will help you develop muscle memory, sharpen target reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger function, and more. iTarget Pro comes in all the major calibers, so you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Go to iTargetPro.com right now and save 10% plus. Get free shipping with the offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N. All one word. This makes a great gift for Father's Day and is less expensive than a few hours at the range. That's the letter itargetpro.com. That's itargetpro.com. Offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N. Getter has arrived. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas the platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. The countdown to the midterms begins at CPAC, Texas. Join President Trump, Sean Hannity, Steve Bannon, and a packed house of conservative all-stars. With your help, we will take back the House. We will win the Senate. A big red wave is coming. It all starts at CPAC, Texas. Fire Pelosi. Save America. And then a Republican president will return to the White House. Who, who, who will that be? The American Conservative Union is responsible for the content of this advertising. Fire Pelosi, Save America. Make sure you go to conservative.org slash Wormy. Get the free invite to the, uh, to the get-together we're going to have uh, on Friday after the show. Okay, uh, let's go back 
to Wixla, Mexico. Oscar Blue Ramirez from Real America's Voice. Uh, Oscar, we need you to stay safe. It's getting very rowdy down there. Give us an update. Sir, the United Nations just arrived right here behind me. As you see, there's a white pickup truck. That is the United Nations. And also, that is UNICEF. As you see in the video, there's this was a huge confrontation between the migrants and the National Guard. Again, they rushed them. They have closed again all the roads, sir, to access from, from the west to the east. And ultimately, now they're waiting for the National Guard and the military. Apparently, they're going to do an operation late at night to tell them that if they don't move quickly and if they don't stop this violence and if they don't move from outside of the installations, they're going to use force. This is going to get into a massive tension, sir. And let's see how the Mexican authorities handle this. Are there enough Mexican troops, you know, are there enough federales or are there enough Mexican National Guard down there to protect the Mexican people? What, what I'm concerned about is not simply coming to the United States, which they're heading. What's happening to the because to, everybody down there is either working poor or poor. Who's there to protect the Mexican people, Oscar? Sir, they have enough, but they don't send them over here. It's like they don't not put an attention to the reality of what is happening. They have enough. They not have enough. National Guard officials, they have, and we have enough soldiers to send over here and to stop this enormous influx that is coming through our side of the borders. But they're not sending, they're not sending the enough, an amount of people that ultimately is going to secure the installations of the federal agents. They're not sending that. And because of that, you have this, just a small amount of people, 20 to 25 National Guards trying to stop 2,000 people. It is just, it is impossible to do that. And then you have this catastrophe that they entered into the federal agents and they almost held hostage for a few moments the office inside of the uh, the, the federal installation sir oscar give your social media so people follow you after the show we'll have you back on in the morning but how do people follow you sir uh, oscar blue on getter sir oscar blue on twitter oscar blue ramirez.com sir uh, our website oscar blue on youtube and of course sir oscar blue uh on real america's voice sir thank you again sir Oscar's going to be putting stuff up all night, so make sure you check it out. Uh, Tiermont, this reminds me of Spain with the Morocco. What's the situation? How how dangerous can this get to the United States, these caravans? You know, I was just watching that video, and I mean, the, the scale of it, the aggression of it, and the lawlessness of it. I mean, A, it's reminiscent of some of Trump's uh, Rivers of Blood speech yesterday. But I, you know, I just, you know what it looks like to me? It's an immigration intifada. It's an attack. It's an organized attack to violate international rule of law, much like the Palestinian intifadas. And so it is an act of terrorism that these people are engaging against the United States. And in Mexico, you know, Trump was great yesterday when he talked about, you know, two subjects. One we were just talking about during the uh, during the break, which is the 55 million vote tabulation in France. They got it done in one day across a country bigger than any of our states. Uh, and then the other thing, what you talked about, the 28,000 troops that he got Mexico to commit to defending our border because he said, hey, you want 25% tariffs slapped on all those cars that are made in Mexico with the multinational auto auto uh, manufacturers? And it, all of a sudden, you know, tariffs do create leverage. Incentives matter. Adam Smith knew that. And all of a sudden, you know, within a few minutes, they said, okay, we'll uh, give you your troops. So, I mean, this is, uh, you know, tr Teddy Roosevelt speaks often and carry a big stick. Well, Trump spoke loudly and carried a big stick. And you, that like, kind of stuff you, like, you like the speech, yesterday. You like the law and order speech? I actually really did. I think that it was, uh, like, we, like we discussed uh, yesterday afternoon after it, I believe that that's an issue that's affecting 
everybody, right, left, and center. Uh, the drugs pouring over the border, the now open border sieve that's worse than ever, that affects the rural communities, that affects the fentanyl and opioid addiction uh, that's illegally traded, the crack and cocaine, everything. This is all related. We are losing our country because lawlessness is taking over, perpetuated by Dems and the urban grassroots political machine, like the Alvin Bragg in New York prosecutor, Kim Fox in Chicago, Chesa Boone, who was just recalled in lefty San Francisco, uh, in LA. Uh, yes, yeah, Gascon, uh, you know, these are the most hard, hard left radicals, like out of the 60s, out of the, you know, the, 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 the ones who would sit in Kent State. You know, these are the ones, you know, who are, they're willing to bomb and burn buildings to the ground. Now they're in charge of prosecution. You're, it's horrible. You're, you're, you work 24-7. You're going over to, to Europe. Give me a minute and a half. Give me 90 seconds on what you hope to accomplish. Uh, well, I got to go to Germany for one hot minute for a meeting. Hopefully something will come of that. <laughs> well, you and I will talk more about that if it does work. Uh, Hungary, I'm super excited about uh, about going to uh, to speak to the Hungarian youth. A lot of normal kids, not hardcore conservative culture warriors, just normal kids who are conservative. They're going for political speeches as well as concerts. You know, we win. Uh, politics is downstream from culture. My father said in the 70s, Andrew Breitbart said it, you know, over the last 10 years of his life beautifully and that's what breitbart big hollywood which you were part of big media uh so hungary is going to be great then i'm going over to slovenia have some meetings with leblano go to bled and have uh, some good good stuff and you know we'll be in contact you're going always, back Steve. to the poland ukraine border not at the moment i'll be back there before your end uh give me 30 seconds on that he was on vogue today we were lighting him up uh this thing is getting uh, by the way it's a charnel house where they're sending the ukrainian troops you agree yeah the russians it, are not going to back off on look, this i I'm, i do polish television twice a week tuesdays and thursdays in the final segment on their english language show called rock Rahon. and we argue all the time because you know what ukraine with zelensky saying line in the sand we're taking back donbass and crimea i'm all i'm Joni all Ernst, about the hold, hold on Joni ernst said it yesterday at the american for Joni ernst a, a senator from iowa said we're gonna we're gonna destroy the russian military and drive it back to moscow I mean, Russia's a large enough country geographically, still with its economy, that it can self-sustain. It's got partners in India, in China, with an axis of evil all over the world, Venezuela, Algeria. But where Zelensky's not getting back Crimea, he's not getting back Donbass. There's no Ukrainians there. It's Russians. It's, it's been Russian occupied for eight years. What's your, what's your social media handle? At Matthew Terramond, M-A-T-T-H-E-W-T-Y-R-M-A-N-D, at Getter, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, et cetera. The, the Twitter is a little hot. Yeah, it's I'm, a little nasty, too. It's, you know it's what? a little mean. A, little so, mean a, a, fr a friend of mine said, you know what? I was looking for you. You're so shadow banned. I said, I've been shadow banned since Project Veritas discovered shadow banning in January 18, a few weeks later. And it's probably a good thing because some of the things I say are a little aggressive. Christopher Leonard, we're going to talk about the Federal Reserve and how it's destroyed and broken the American economy and broken your personal finances. All next here in the War Room. Let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. 
WarRoomHealth.com. All one word, WarRoomHealth.com. Use the code WARROOM at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WarRoomHealth, all one word, WarRoomHealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out. They put Peter Navarro in leg irons for simply doing his constitutional duty. Now they want to put Peter in prison for standing up for Donald Trump. Please go to Amazon right now and order Taking Back Trump's America to help fund Peter's legal defense. Taking Back Trump's America provides a critical MAGA blueprint to put Trump back in the White House in 2024. Buy Taking Back Trump's America on Amazon today. If they can put Peter Navarro in prison, they can come for all of us.